You're listening to Fear the nth cast i'm josh i'm jd you know i wish we'd make up our mind it's like i'm not here jason's not here we're all together which is it gonna be i know i'm ready for my week off when is <laughs> oh. that gonna happen well i guess that's entirely up to you now when it, is that gonna happen i don't know i you know we actually got a lot of mail this week and a lot of people have been asking that when is jd gonna take a week off damn it yeah we need a break too well, that's not what they're saying <laughs> They're saying, we just want to see the <laughs> terrible episode that happens when he's gone, because the glue won't be there, so it'll just fall the, apart. Oh, oh, well, somebody has to be the glue. That's right. That's right. <laughs> That's my only job. That's fine. Somebody has to be the glue, and Shane thought he was the glue. Uh, well, he, he made a lot of glue. <laughs> I think that's what you're trying to say. There's a lot of paste. <laughs> it's getting pasty up in here. It was. Oh, man. But what? I'm just say, I'm really enjoying re-watching season one. And every time we watch the episode again, I'm like, man, I remember why I so love this show. Because it's awesome. This may have been the best decision that we've made ever. Ever. <laughs> Quite literally the best decision. Are you talking decision. about Jason not being here? Or this rewatching? I think you have... Why don't you just pick one? Can it be both? It can be both. D. All of the above. Exactly. (laughs) So we're going to go... We're going to review, discuss, talk about episode three, the first season. Tell it to the frog. Tell it to the frogs, which I feel like is an appropriate name. Because the frogs are just about the only one that's going to want to listen to dear old Shane. You know, poor Shane. I feel for the guy. So, spoiler alert, there's going to be a lot of Shane talk in this podcast episode. Yeah, we've been missing Shane, and this has just been reconfirmed with this episode, how much we miss him, and what a raw deal he got. So, a lot of things, a lot of things happened in this episode. Yeah. A lot of things. We get introduced to Daryl. Right. Asshole. (laughs) We get introduced to Carol. Yeah, and Ed. Ed. Oh, Ed. Mm-hmm. We're going to talk about that some bitch, too. We're going to have to. Uh, this is the last time that Carl gets a haircut. <laughs> so, um, if we're saying that the season seven is going to, it's been full circle now, I think it's time for that haircut, bro. Every time the scissors come out, that boy stays in the house. It's the only time he listens. <laughs> I know. Is when it's time. When I say hey, it's time to get a haircut, he's gone. Right. Where did where the hell did he go? He gone. He gone. And and his mom even said, if you hold still, it would get done quicker. I think that's the problem. He just has bad memories of haircuts. They take too long. They're uncomfortable. So no. So let's just start at the beginning. Can we? Bef- the cold open. That was so good. What a good cold open. And I'd forgotten. Honestly, I forgot that scene ever happened. I did too. And then while I'm watching it. Like I had, I rewound it and watched it again because I was like, God, that was really, really good. I forgot what a character Merle was. I'll see you rewatched it and I'll raise you turn the subtitles on. Really? I did. Oh, wow. Well, because there's a lot going on. There's a lot of things he's saying and, and he's, he's under his breath. Under his breath and he's delirious and like, no, I really, w- I think I understand what he's saying, but I really want to understand where he's, you know, what is he saying? Where is he coming from? And, even though I'm probably going to catch a lot of flack for saying this, I felt like, well, because Merle is an undesirable character, you know, from for the most part. 
Sure. And the way he treats people. But sure. I think they built some empathy uh, around maybe a little... There's no excuse for him being the way that he is, but at least we got a little explanation uh, as to what kind of maybe shaped him as a man and his belief systems or lack thereof. Sure. <laughs> and I think that it was a good job on their part making us care about him. Sure. Because at the end of the last episode, you're like, who gives a shit that that guy stuck up there chained to the roof? Who cares? Uh, he was a bad dude. Nobody cares about him. But they they changed your mind super quick. You're like, oh, God, that's awful. And they, I think his motivation for why Rick decides to go back to save him in the first place because, oh, he's a person, too. He is a person, and no one, no thing, should die like that, which is just to think, to be reminded that Rick ever had those thoughts. (laughs) Right. It was was amazing. Uh, There's a lot of things about it. It's like pulling an old family album off of the shelf and just kind of leafing through the pages and going, look, look at the way that we used to look. Mm -hmm. Look at who, and it would, you know, you, you're reminded of who you used to be and who your friends used to be. And you see, you see friends in there go, oh yeah, that's so-and-so. And And you're like, it's the memory about that's cool, but then you're not torn up over the fact that they're not still in your life. Right. And that's kind of how I feel about a lot of the characters. That's, Dale being one of them. Yeah. Uh, the only one that I miss, honestly, is besides we've already talked about Glenn and is Shane. Yeah, I feel like Shane. I was like, he just left too soon. I, I can I imagine him. Can you imagine Shane being around with Negan? Oh my god, that would just be like the Clash of the Titans. It would be a completely different story. It would. But honestly, the way that they're setting up. You know, the the story and the characters, I, I'm not so sure that w- one of the two would have had to gone. Oh, yeah. Um, can't and have two alphas. And I think, no, you can't. I think we learned this episode more than anything else. Well, one of the things that was well established was how annoying Lori is. <laughs> and how she's the cause of all trouble. Okay. but Am I wrong? No, you're not wrong. But let's give her a little credit. Shane told her that Rick was dead. So well, she really thought he was dead. So she's not cheating on her husband who may or may not be alive. She was told that he was dead and that's why they left. And so and and I think that's normal in this day and age because mm, everybody's lost somebody and she's mm, like I just lost my husband and my son lost his dad. That's cool. Um got to move on, got to pick up the pieces and keep going. I don't know if enough time passed for her to be letting old dude hide the salami. Well, I just well, don't How long do you think it's been? Well, okay. And thank you to listener Mike for yes. broaching the idea of uh potentially Shane and Lori maybe starting a little something before all this went down. And I think there's some I, I think there's some credibility to that. I, I don't you don't. I don't. I don't think Shane would do that. You don't think so? No. Shane, why would he be going after his best friend's wife? He was single. He's a cop in a small town. He could tear through <laughs> whoever he wanted. Okay. So um, I don't know what male friends you're basing that idea on. Yes, you but, do. But, but, yes, well, you do. Okay. 
It, oh, okay, I do. Okay. But actually, now you're making my point for me. <laughs> Ladies at least have the decency to cross zip codes, maybe even different area codes. Okay. Dudes are just like, you know, I'm just going to go right down the street. Let me, let me, let me lay a, a scenario out there for you. Okay. Because uh, I really did put some thought into this. Mm-hmm. I think what happened is that it wasn't physical. And there was an emotional... Okay, so this is Rick's best... Shane is Rick's best friend. They both say this, right? Rick is sharing some of the struggles that he's going through with his wife. And so if it is a small town and she knows that Shane knows Rick just about as good as she does, I'm sure that there may have been opportunities where where she may have confided... In Shane, because there's that familiarity and there's that, sure. there's that, hey, you understand what I'm going through. I can't really talk to anyone else that may get this. I don't have a sounding board to kind of bounce these things off of. And so what happens when you have discussions uh, around things like that is you still share a certain intimacy without it being physical. And I think what, what may have happened, what the most likely thing that happened in my mind is that they had some sort of emotional investment, some sort of intimacy that as soon as everything went down and she got word that Rick was no more, she's like, well, we can go ahead and pop the tab on this bad boy and we can go to work. So we can, we can take it to the next level, which I think is what, is what happened is, is like, okay, now we can take it to the next level. And I think, Part of what we saw in this episode was more of her just being dumbfounded that, oh my God, he is, Rick is back. He's back in our lives. You said he was dead. I wouldn't have gone and done all these things. Sure. Even though I've already started an intimate relationship with you with just conversation, I wouldn't have taken it to the next level because you know how people justify things in their mind. Oh, yeah. Oh, well, you know, I hadn't slept with him. So, you know, uh, we don't have anything going on. Bullshit. Well, um, and also, people aren't aware of it until it's too late. Oh, like, oh yeah. I'm just talking to my friend. This is my friend's wife. You, know, <laughs> you got to be friends with your friend's wife. And then all of a sudden, you're like, oh, shit. Oh, you. Maybe I've gone too far. Oh, you did. Are you dating that girl? Oh no, we're just talking. What? What the fuck does that mean? That means nothing. (laughs) That means nothing. I hate when people say that. I was just talking to this guy. What the? What do you even mean? It 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 means nothing to you, but I guarantee you, it means something to them. And that's why these things irritate me because I see her and Lori irritates me because of this reason. It's like throughout the episode, I felt it was more. There was more a sense of shock that oh. I'm about to get caught as opposed to, oh my God, I'm glad he's back. I think it was a little bit of both. You think it was both? Yeah. I mean, it could be, but I felt the more driving force behind how she, I even feel like when it, when, when, when he had the interaction with Daryl and she kind of went off on her, well, but he's going to show you yeah. because I think part of her, well, she knows that he's going to go do this, and he's going to put himself in harm's way. He's not going to listen. That's what he you, does. You just got back. Yeah, that's what he does. That's who he is. That's who he is. And, and honestly, I think that's probably who he always has been. Yeah. But now, now you're just going to be you're going to be pissed because he's being consistent. Yeah, you're. He's going to be who he's always been, and <laughs> yeah. now you're upset. And now you're upset. It's like kind of like when 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 it's like kind of when when two drunks. Uh, one of them decides I'm not going to drink anymore, so you should stop doing it too. No, you can't get mad at the other guy. Yeah. <laughs> you, you did your decision. Yeah. 
Yeah. <laughs> you can't tell me how to live my no. life. No. This is not us. Hey, Nick Cage said it best. You can't ask me to quit. Yeah. That's right. So Nick Cage says a lot of things. I actually think there was a part of her that didn't want him to go, but a part of her wanted him to go because life would be easier for her if he was dead. Sure. I I think that's very fair. But thinking about Carl and all that other stuff, she's like, ah, this is not going to be easy either way. And we saw that come to a head when she had her little confrontation with Shane. When, when you know, Carl went, Carl left the house to go look for frogs. Imagine that. And Lori's like, it doesn't matter what Shane says, it matters what I say. And she's right there. Sure. He should have listened to his mama. He should have. And it's probably blurring the lines because up until Rick showed up, I'm sure Shane was an authority figure that Lori would have had zero problem with Carl listening to. But now... I agree. It's like, whoa, whoa, whoa. We're setting these boundaries now. You are not in charge of me. You are not in charge of him. Stay the fuck away from us. You lying sack of shit. Right. Except I do feel she is being completely unfair to Shane. Oh, yes. Absolutely (laughs) she would. He didn't do nothing wrong. Because for all intents and purposes, which is a phrase that is overused, Rick was dead. Mm Mm-hmm. He was in a coma. You were going to leave him behind. You had zero thought that he would, you'd ever see him again. What, why on earth would he make it out of this hospital that got overrun that, while he's on life support in a coma? Hmm. There, there, it's kind of miraculous. There, there's no, there was no reason to believe that he would survive. Maybe they could have waited a little bit longer. He said they barely <laughs> got out. I know. Well, I mean, what were they going to do? I don't know. It doesn't matter. And carrying around someone who's comatose is not going to help you no. in this situation. No, leave them. <laughs> You're dead weight. Exactly. Literally. Yeah. Dead weight. But she was complete. She was an asshole to him. He deserves more than what. Well, she completely cut him off. Like, nope. Sorry. Done. No. You you mm-hmm. can't expect anyone to respond well to that i think it was just that rick was so much better than him in the sack that she's just mm, i would disagree i'm kidding <laughs> but i'm just i mean that tense scene i'm like lori you know you're, you're doubling down in in a day how many how many guys are you gonna get let's just go for the record Ooh. It's so gross. So, so gross. It's, it's like a. Because you know when the last time any of them showered? Rick in the police station. <laughs> the rest of them are getting clean in that lake mm. with the frogs. There's a nasty stew going on there. Blah. Oh, what were you saying earlier about Carl? Oh, he ain't going to wake up. Yeah. Lori's like, don't worry, he won't wake up. Why you know that? I know that from experience, sweetie. <laughs> Oh. And many a gentleman caller in this tent. Oh, Lordy. <laughs> Carl could sleep through a thunderstorm. That's that is not okay. <laughs> no, it's really not. That is not okay. But, you know, part of it, I, I felt like her response to him, she got really brave and strong, where I don't think if Rick wouldn't have been in the picture, she wouldn't have talked to Shane that way. And I think a lot of it has to do with we find ourselves where – I have to do this and I feel like I'm justified or I feel like I can get away with it because what's what's good and right and even considered legal is on my in my side and on my corner. So what are you going to 
you're not going to say anything because then you're, I mean, the odds of you say anything to out all this and create some kind of conflict is pretty minuscule. I mean, sure. But, but it's, I, I can hide behind the fact that I could treat you this way because what, what possible consequences are going to occur uh, from, from me doing you wrong this way? Well, what do you think? Zero. Rick, what do you think Rick would think if when he, cause he finds out later um, because he's not an idiot. But Rick can't really be that mad, right? I mean, they thought he was dead. So, I mean, she just kind of moved on to the next phase of her life, and she was doing what she needed to do well, to get by. Honestly. And now that things are different, they're changing all that. But, I mean, what, what uh, does he really have to be upset about? They thought he was dead. Honestly, I hope my response would be like, well, hey, that's cool. You're not going to do that anymore. Exactly. But – you know, because I'm back now, and this this is my piece. Uh, yes, and if we have to fight to the death, we sure will. Uh, I mean, maybe she needs to start doing some kegels or something mm. uh, to get back in shape. What? But uh, <laughs> that's that's awful. I apologize to any ladies listening. That was uh, inappropriate. I'll let you decide whether or not you want to edit that shit. But really, if you've been listening for a while, <laughs> why are you surprised? <laughs> I'm not editing nothing. <laughs> What's your favorite phrase? What, a hot dog? Hot dog, hot dog. (laughs) Yes. Anyway, uh, where were we going with that? Uh, We're talking about Rick's response if he found out that Shane and Lori were, you know. Yeah, but but how many people would be honest about that? I mean, that's just something where you – you know, in the normal situation, that wouldn't work. And I think we're still – we're – I'm not saying that after years pass, you're like, hey, this is a new world. Who cares anymore? But I think, you know, we're still holding on to who we were yeah. and social norms, social mores, uh, the ethics uh, of society. And so we're still kind of hanging on that. And so it's like, we just got to stuff this down. And that's the best way to deal with this. Well, yeah, and like you said, there's still people. Rick's still a man. Shane's still a man. Jealousy and that kind of stuff is going to play in to their reactions but i mean i feel like if they were it would be a tough situation to get by but if they just laid everything out on the table it would go easier than what they're deciding to do but i understand why they're choosing the path they're choosing yeah absolutely and you know dramatic tension it's got to yeah because even you know it's like a weird love triangle rick doesn't know but shane and Lori know so is he ever gonna find out oh and we don't know yet, but I'm sure other people had to have known or at least suspected. I'm trying to remember if anyone, if it comes out that anyone else knew. I think Dale says something, right? If I that yes, that's right. Mm-hmm. That's right. He pulls uh, somewhere in this first season. He pulls Rick aside to have that conversation mm-hmm. with him. That's right. That's right. Good old Dale. God, he was annoying. I may not like Dale like you don't like Herschel. Okay, I think Dale. <laughs> million times better than Herschel. Really? Oh, my God. I don't like Dale very much. But, I mean... He's just old. Well, it's not only that. Like, when he's like, oh, what the hell is that? And Dale goes, be a stolen car. If I have... He's like, looks like a stolen car. Yes, Dale. It does look like a stolen car. It, is it a car you've seen before? No. It's like Hotels.com took the idea of Dale... Uh, took Dale as the template for Captain Obvious. Right. Words... <laughs> Words are just meager things, aren't they? There you go, words falling short again. Yeah. Oh, God. Right now. Yes. In that statement you just made. 
I don't like to loan yeah. my tools. And yes, I'm looking at you. <laughs> the guns weren't the only thing that got lost. My tools got lost. And Shut you, up. Uh, Shut are, up. Dale, are you lost? No? Well, then the biggest, you still have the your biggest tool. Yes. Yourself. Uh, <laughs> well, we got some dialogue from the characters that we hadn't yet seen. How did you feel about all of that? Are you talking about Carol? Yeah. Daryl? What, which one you want to go with go first? Go with Carol. Carol? Wow. Wow. How far she has come. Man, she was, she was in a shell. And why wouldn't you? Because she was in hell. Yeah. I'd forgotten how bad it was, but when... I mean, it made my stomach kind of turn. It made me angry. I'm like, ooh. Like, I was angry watching it, you know, when Ed was like, all right, go ahead, take it off, and made her take the log off the fire, because he's too fucking lazy to get up. After he's the one that broke the rules, I was like, oh, God. And then it just got worse. But, like, just the first time you meet Ed and Carol together, you're like, oh, shit, this is not okay. Yeah, he just has a douchey look about him. Sure does. Doesn't I mean, he? I mean, that dude... Straight out of central casting. He, he, straight out. He he pulled it off well. I'm, I'm sure... I'm, I'm saying they called central casting and said, hey, we want a redneck wife beater. Do you have anybody? And I'm like, oh, go, yes. As a matter of fact, we'll send him right over. <laughs> yeah, I mean, he can be there now. <laughs> His name is Ed. What an ass. But I mean, just... You could tell the confrontation was, was heating when Shane was like... Just because it's cold doesn't mean we don't got to follow the rules, right? Why don't you mind your own business? <laughs> Shane walked over. I was like, oh, shit. This is going to get serious real fast. Well, guys like that, you know, how many how many f- throwdowns have they actually been in? They're all talk. I'm guessing zero. Well, and that's why they hit their wives. Yeah. I'm sorry. Um, lose my temper. We should move on. We should move well, on. we will discuss it a little bit more because I think there is some warrant an actual plot point that goes to what happens at the yeah. end of the episode. But we'll 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 talk about some other things, give you time to calm down. Thank you. And then we'll revisit that briefly. Thank you. And then we'll be done. Cool. You good? I'm good. You need a No, I'm fine. Yeah. You need a maybe like a pillow to hit or something? I've got a few in here. I'm oh fine. You, or a pillow to bite? No. No, that's later. That's later. A- after we're done. Yeah. Okay, I got it. With the Vaseline. <laughs> Vas- who pronounces it that way? I heard someone say cashew, cashew the other day. Cashew? And I was like, what the hell is a cashew? Who just sneezed? Cashew. I had a cashew nut. I'm like, no. No, you didn't. You cashew? I heard someone pronounce it Chick-a-fil-A. I'm like, look at the letters and the way that they're configured. There's really only one way to pronounce this. When people call it Whataburger? <laughs> Instead of Whataburger or Whataburger, however you want to say it, just don't say Whataburger. Well, uh, Whataburger is only in the South. Yeah. So our New Zealand listeners and our friends hey, up north, Gisborne, I'm sorry that you don't have Whataburger. <laughs> but those folks across the pond, it's true. If you ever come to Texas, and I'll take you to Whataburger, absolutely. Whataburger. Yeah. Whataburger. What a burger. What a burger. <laughs> so Daryl shows up. He does, and it's kind of a scary scene. It it is because we don't we all we know about him is that he is the brother of Merle. We we take what we know about Merle and we go like, oh, it's gonna be more of the same. And we have nothing to prove otherwise at this point. Right. I mean he shoots that deer and he gets all pissed and it takes 
eight of them to not kill a walker. They didn't kill the damn thing. They just cut its head D- off. They're, they're just whacking him. Mm-hmm. And then Daryl shows him. up and he's like, come on, people. What the hell is going on here? You're going to shoot him in the brain. In the brain. Don't you know nothing? And he was, uh, I think they probably still could have eat that meat. I don't think all of it would have been bad. Well, knowing what we know now. That's true. Like, they, you all already have it. It's fine. It's fine. It's not a big deal. You can eat tainted human meat and not die. That's fair. They uh, they didn't know. They didn't know yet. Yeah. So that's fair. So, hmm. But he was like, I got some squirrels. That'll have to do. That was a ton of squirrels. He had a. Have you ever had squirrel? Uh, Not on purpose. I have. Yeah? Fried squirrel? Yeah, one time. Fried squirrel. Anything that's fried is fine. You, For the most part. You put it, put it in a buttermilk batter, it's fine. I would I would think anything fried tempura style sure. would be I mean, something divine. fried is good as well. Like, eh, I don't like a heavy batter. I want something a little bit lighter. That's just a little bit I'm lighter. sorry for you. No, I'm not saying I don't like all batters. That's no, okay. Like southern fried chicken with gravy on it? Mm. Mm. Uh, would that be a cream? or yeah, a cream br- gravy. Cream, yeah. yeah. yeah brown no, gravy. no brown gravy. That's only on meatloaf. I don't, I don't know. I don't think I like brown gravy on anything. I don't know that I like it. Maybe on turkey. Like a turkey dinner. But that's about it. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that's a good point. Yeah. Okay. Okay, so Daryl shows up. <laughs> As he's walking away, Shane's like, hey, Daryl, hold up a minute. I got to talk to you. Mm. And, uh, well, his response was what we thought it might be. Well, I, th- I think his response was warranted. It's his brother. Yeah. You left my brother handcuffed on a roof? And if there's anything we know, you have to back your brother's play. Yeah. I mean, because at this point, he doesn't know these people. He doesn't give a shit about these people. But his brother is his brother. And so they, they had become the family they are now. So he's like, what the hell? Why couldn't you pick up the damn key? What are you doing? Kind of makes you wonder why why did they ever why would they ever take take up with this group? That's probably all they could find. Hmm. You know, they, I think they realize that hey, there's safety in numbers. And if we can find a group that we can help provide for, it'll give us some sort of leadership and value. Hmm. And I think they're looking for that. They've never really had that. We'll find out later in life. Mm-hmm. They've never really had the kind of family and people that that care about them or would do things for them. And maybe they're actually still looking for it, even though they're not really great at it. So it was good to see that he he hasn't necessarily lost his hot headedness, but he's leveled out tremendously, and his voice has gotten gravelier. It has gotten gravelier. Uh, he, he's gotten filthier. Yeah. He, had, he, he hadn't gotten a haircut and since he, then either. He is right. He and he and Coral have to, they've made a pact. Yeah. We're gonna let her. It's a prop bet. We're not gonna cut our hair until the other one of us dies first. Right. Whenever one of them will cut our hair. So in memoriam. When 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 Carl lost lost his eye, I'm sure and Daryl was like, oh shit, I guess I'm about to lose this bet. Yeah. Wait, he's gonna pull through. Ah, sweet. Miraculous. Ah, I love my hair. (laughs) So what did you think about Rick going back? I know he says, I owe a debt to Morgan. There's guns there, too. Two high-powered rifles, shotguns, pistols, 700 rounds of ammo, which is not shit. Like, what do you think his real motivation was? Do you think it's for that other stuff, or is it just for Merle? I think it was all of the above. Okay. I think he knew that they needed the guns. I think that... He still had enough left in the tank sure. from, from a morality 
sense of obligation. I mean, he, even though he said the the rules don't apply anymore, where there's, he's acknowledged that none of that matters anymore. I think he, he still feels like I have an obligation to this man because I know that we left him there. Yeah. You know, and honestly, T dog thinking that putting a, the lock on the door would be sufficient based on what I've seen from these walkers, from these walkers is kind of bullshit because if you've seen them running fast, you've seen them using a rock. Mm-hmm. I, I don't think it's completely out of the realm of possibility that we figure out how to get through that door. Sure. I mean, and eventually they're like, Oh, it's, it's a narrow hallway and a stair. So they can't, push it would just too slow, hard on it. Slow them down. Sure. You can't push too hard on it, but when you're a mindless thing that not going to get tired, you're just going to keep pushing until that shit breaks. And all you know is you're hungry? Yeah. He would, they would just keep pushing until it breaks. But so what drew them away from the door? I think it was Merle. Well, but then how did he... If if they had to use the bolt cutters to get through that door, mm-hmm. how the, where did he go? That I, I don't understand. Maybe there's a fire <laughs> escape because they had a ladder. Like in the first episode... Second episode, Rick and Glenn climbed a ladder, like a fire escape. I don't know if they went all the way to the roof. I don't think so. Mm. But maybe there's another way down. These these are all, I mentioned it because these are all things I'll be on the lookout for sure. the rest of this season. Because he doesn't turn up again until season two. I don't, we don't see him be three. Oh, yeah, not until the governor. Yeah. That's right. Yeah, I'm sorry. Because we don't see him again. Yeah. Which is interesting because that's the second character in three episodes that we know now we won't see again for a while we just after a while you just assume ah, well i guess they're dead guess they're dead yeah. well and that's what you thought when merle went away you're like oh he's dead good for him for not getting eaten by zombies there but if we don't see him this season he's dead but he sawed his own hand off he sure did because jigsaw was after him <laughs> and the tape said i only had a few hours let's play a game <laughs> So the likelihood of him not bleeding out is pretty slim. Yeah, I agree. <laughs> I mean, what other tools were there for him to kind of like? I mean, if he well, had, he had the, the belt, he had the belt, so maybe so he, he could, could tourniquet it. Sure, but I mean, still, that thing is going to get infected and nasty. Ooh, yeah. uh, you maybe like start a fire and cauterize that thing. Sure, if he oh. had a butane torch, just like let's do this. Settling. Oh, oh god. If anybody could do it, it'd be him. I mean, if you could sure. saw through your own hand, your Car- wrist. Carrie Elwes sawed through his leg. Ankle. Ankle. Yeah. You know, I don't think he could cauterize it himself. I think you would actually bleed out faster from an, cutting your foot off than you would your hand. Yeah. Even though it's further away from your heart, because I feel like the arteries and things are bigger in your, your, your legs are bigger limbs. Yeah, because they have to travel farther. That's right. Right. I don't know. I don't, I don't know. It's I, actually not true because you're supposed to do the same. I don't. I don't think it's very scientific. Cutting. I don't want to get into it. I don't think cutting anything off is ideal. To quote the Brit, <laughs> says that every episode. What does he say every episode? It's real scientific. I don't want to get into it. That's just his way of copying out of. <laughs> well, one of the things I've found out about him is he's a real dumb dumb, <laughs> and he's not ever going to listen to this. So oh, I know. So we, we, I can say whatever I want. Well, there was that one episode he was supposed to do with us. And then he didn't do it, and then we totally shit all over him, and he never listened. Like, I asked him, and he was like, for Logan. 
Oh, okay. I was like, not fear of the end no. cast. Never had that asshole no, on this. No, no. We we love we love everyone listening too much too much to allow that to happen. <laughs> yeah. So I'm I'm loving the rewatch so far. Sure. Oh, okay. So are we ready? Was there anything else before we get back to? Do, do we want to talk about them getting on the roof and their little rescue mission, or do you want to just skip to the carolness? Uh, I mean, what do we really get out of that other than Daryl's really sad? No. Yeah. It's the first time we see Daryl tears and you're not moved to tears like every other time. Yet. Well, because we don't, we don't, we don't fully understand and appreciate that he's an angel just yet. So. Yeah. Have you ever seen an angel cry? Only twice. (laughs) Only twice. So there's that. Um. Their their mission failed in that sense. Uh, next episode is is a good episode because you remember what happens, but we'll talk about. I it actually don't. Oh, okay. So it's going to be good for me. My my memory is getting feeble, and it's you've probably re rewatched this season more than I have. It's probably been a good. I've only seen this season once all the way through. I, I watched this okay because and I've seen episode one a bunch just because I'm showing other people the show. I mm. can't watch episode one, but other than I, then I'm like, okay, you catch up. <laughs> oh, because I don't want to do that shit again. Yeah, no, I, I get it. I, I do that too. Here, take a look at this. What do you think? Mm-hmm. And I do that answer, a lot. Yeah, you can answer questions about this one. Like, well, we can pause it while you're watching, because that's very common. Sometimes I show people the premiere of The Walking Dead. Yeah. So, <clears throat> moving on. Yes. Know your audience is rule number one, I yeah, suppose. Yeah. I forgot what the hell I was going to say. So they, they need the guns still, right? Sure. Um, I want to just make a small observation from yeah. the first episode. Mm-hmm. Why the hell those guns didn't fall out of that damn bag? Why, when they wasn't were zipped? When he was bouncing around on the back of that damn horse. They, you, there's one, <laughs> in that one scene, you can see him. They're all flopping around, falling mm-hmm. over. It's like, come on now. It's a strong zipper. <laughs> Strong zipper. It's a 50-pound zipper. Those guns would have fell out everywhere. It's true. But they need those guns. Yeah, and you had to know that there were guns in the bag, which is why they had the guns sticking out of the bag. And they need the walkie-talkie because he needs to warn Morgan. Right, and the uh, CB radio wouldn't work because there's only different one band. frequency that this walkie-talkie would work on. That is the lamest excuse I've ever heard. I've never seen walkie-talkie. Like, even, like, the $5 ones from Kmart, you have at least three channels. Right. And if you have a badass CB... Yeah. You, you, you can tune it Well, to just about any frequency. Right. I'm just saying. I'm just saying. It's yeah. shortwave. We're not going to get into that. It's very scientific. It is, it is very scientific. I'm not going to get into that right now. No, no. no. <laughs> uh, okay, so... Just to bring us back into the, let's set the scene a little bit and take a deep breath. It's going to be okay. I'm good. It's going to be okay. We're going to make through this. Yeah, I'm I'm all right. Don't focus on Ed. Focus on Shane. Focus on Shane. All right. Uh, So they're down, the the girls are down there doing the women's work. And they're not happy about it. Oh, well, well, should they be? Oh, no. Should they be? No, no, no. Because Ed and his stupid fat ass is over there sitting there having a smoke watching. Really, dude? Really? You got you to gotta live with these people for a while. And Shane and Carl are trying to catch frogs. 
So they're not working I, either. I don't know about you, but I didn't see Frog One. No. In this episode. No. I was very disappointed. He had Frog in the title. Frogs in the title. I didn't even see one of those sons of bitches. That's true. No frogs. Uh-huh. I need frogs. If you're gonna tell me there's gonna be frogs, I want frogs. Yeah, I want to tell it to the frogs. Frog You've had frog legs, oh, yeah. right? Okay. Absolutely. God, you got to eat so many to get full. <laughs> well, it's like eating crawfish. <laughs> That's why you order eight pounds of crawfish. So she runs Carl. Lori runs Carl off. Uh, she has, uh, Lori has her discussion with, with Shane. Shane. Don't, you're not allowed to talk to me or my family. Stay away. That's right. And that does not make him happy. So he's still off down there stewing. when stewing when the whole Ed and the ladies thing went. And there goes your favorite, Andrea, which she's not my favorite. Ed's beatdown is her fault. Well, there, well I mean, not, not completely her fault, wow. but she started it. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> she started. She, she basically was asking for it. She baited. Is what you're saying. Oh, oh yeah. Totally. <laughs> totally. Uh, They're just having a normal girl conversation. I'm sure that's what women would talk about, too. Like, you know, like, I miss a coffee maker. I miss, you know, little things. Because we would miss that kind of stuff, too. I I would miss my coffee maker. Absolutely, I would. Would you miss your fleshlight? No, I don't have a fleshlight. Uh, At all. Oh, okay. I don't. Oh, you sold it on eBay. I Uh, got it. (laughs) Vajanko. Yeah. I Google that at yeah. work, please. <laughs> yes, and uh, it's totally fine. Buy one used. It's totally fine. It's it's fine. It, you just throw it in the dishwasher. It's <laughs> true. Uh, stainless steel dishwasher. Make sure that water gets nice and hot. It'll be fine. Boil the shit out of It'll it. It'll be fine. Make sure it shrinks. <laughs> Boil it so much. That's the grossest thing ever. <laughs> so I mean, it's a normal conversation. It's harmless. It is completely harmless. And in, in any normal dude. Would have just played right along with it because any, honestly though, let's take a step back. Any normal dude should have had his ass doing something, and I think that they wouldn't have gotten to the point where they needed to give him some shit if he'd have been doing some shit. Yeah, pull your weight. That's all. I mean, come on. What else are you doing? Right. So, and then he says, you know, this isn't comedy hour. You need to be focusing on your work, <laughs> Andrea. About the only good thing she ever does in the show is like, what? Excuse me? Yeah. What the hell did you, you say to me? You you should push back on that shit. Yeah. Because it is shit. You should call that bullshit. Yeah. yeah. And so she did. And so they all kind of, kind of back in each other's play there, mm-hmm. uh, except for poor Carol. You know, she's torn. She's torn, but she's thinking of guys. Look. You don't understand. I'm going to pay for this later. You don't understand what I have to go through because of this. Don't do this. And I felt bad for her. I did too. And, and to see, it, it was very gut-wrenching to, to see the Carol that we know now versus this mousy. Uh, terrified. Terrified, yes. Uh, and, and the the buzz cut just is not... No. Not working for me at all. Well, and I remember watching the show the first time. You're like, well, she's not long for this world, based off the comics and things like that. You're like, oh, Carol's not going to make it very long. No. And she probably uh, shouldn't have. And I think that's what they wanted us to believe. And so uh, it escalates quickly. Sure does. Hands uh, start getting laid on people. Mm -hmm. And uh, take no lip from no college educated bitch. Yeah. Shut up. It's like an idiot. 
So uh, Shane comes in and he handles the situation. And I'm going to say that I don't have a problem with him giving him a rap on the old beater. I really don't. What I do have a problem with is that you took it just a little too far. Sure. But I understand why you did that. He, he he had lost control, and we know that about Shane. He can lose control. Well, I think that's what they're trying to portray to us. Like, hey, this dude could snap, and it's to give us fear for other characters as well. No, absolutely. But the reason why he did that is because he was taking out his frustration sure. on Ed. Poor Ed. Well, and, but not really. <laughs> well, and Ed had it coming because everybody, oh. that's what they said. So she can show up with fresh bruises because they all knew what he was doing. I mean, they're not stupid. It's obvious no. when it's happening. And it's just one of those things that I guess you don't talk about until it really comes to a head, you know, and you can't prove it until you see him actually do it in front of you. And that's the thing that's interesting to, to me is to see him be able to just sit there on his dead ass, not doing anything. And if people already knew, how long was it going to be until someone said something or kicked his ass out? Because really, you don't need that. And is it because it was out of respect because he's married to Carol? Uh, was it out of this idea of we are safer in numbers, so we're willing to? I mean, I think it was more for Carol and their daughter mm-hmm. because I know that if they they probably thought that if they kicked out Ed, Carol would leave. Yeah, and, and, then and she Carol, would go. She and she would go with him. Be like, you come with me too. And you know they don't want to do that to her, yeah. so they put up with his shit, so to, to take care of Carol. And so they put up with the moral shit too, right? And so yeah. there's a lot of shit that's being put up with. Right? They're still trying to figure out life. Yeah, you know, and we know in season six and seven, those would be the people that you put at the front of the herd as bait. That's right. Like, or you would take them out because you're a liability. Yeah. As far as I'm concerned, people like Ed. Or a liability, because mm-hmm. you're not you're not pulling your own weight. You're not you're not contributing. If you're laying hands on someone that actually does something, mm-hmm. not only are you not doing anything, but you could potentially undermine the help that this person is putting forth in the community. Shane just got dumped, jilted, yeah. not even put in the friend zone. Like <laughs> you've been cut out of my life. Put in the end zone, yes. and not the end zone he was looking no, for. No, no. <laughs> No, no, no. I mean, he just took it out on Ed big time. Yeah. Made you uncomfortable to watch. Great episode. Yes. It was. Fantastic episode. I'm, I've loved all three of the episodes, and I've, I think I've liked them all more. Yeah? Yeah. And I remember watching the season the first time being like, God, this is just getting better. Yeah. I would say that out of the three, one and three are the strongest. Yeah. Two would be the weakest so far. Oh, but with the guts? Man, that's such a good uh, scene. Yeah. No, it was good. And, but we're still trying to figure out the characters sure. and who everybody is. And there's not a lot you can do in six episodes, right? Mm-hmm. So it's, it, I can't remember how the, I mean, I know how the season ends, but mm-hmm. the next two episodes are a little fuzzy for me. So mm-hmm. I'm anxious to see, uh, to be reminded cool. uh, of what, uh, you know, what's coming next. Me so, too. and who knows he'll be here next week? Oh, uh, one did, or none of us yeah. or all of us. Who knows? We should just put up a poll. And vote. See, not who would you? No. <laughs> who would you like to see go on vacation next? Let's have a popularity contest. <laughs> well, we we do want to hear your thoughts. Uh, if you had any thoughts on this episode, or if you are going to watch along and you're going to watch episode four, you just have some notes or thoughts, and you want to share with us. Yeah. Do it. 
Yeah, we Let would us love know. to have things that you want to hear us talk about that would help us because otherwise we just ramble. We did. We rambled a lot in this episode, and I'm not sorry for I'm it. So, and I'm not editing any of it. Good. But if you do want to contact us, you can do that several different ways. One of the best ways is to hit us up on Twitter mm-hmm. at FearEnthCast. Or if you're not into the brevity thing, why would you be? You can hit us up via email, fear at enthcast.com. And don't forget the website. You can check that out, listen to episodes, subscribe. We appreciate you listening. We will talk to you again next next week. Next week. (laughs) In the meantime, fight the